0: What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? And welcome to the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. It's your girl, comedian T. Barb in the building. Today, we have an amazing show. And if this is your first time listening, thank you. We kick it off um, with our Retired Hood Rap Word of the Day, followed by our Hood Rap Prayer, and then we get into our topic. Today, we have special guests and amazing comedian in the building kevin johnson good
1: morning good morning can i still bank that bounce no okay i'm sorry um, sorry about that i'm so sorry
0: Unk still in the old school bank head bouncing. <laughs> um, if this is your first time listening to the retired hood rat show, this show is about retiring from being a hood rat, even though we know relapse is a part of recovery. People always think hood rat means the lowest of the low. No, that just anybody who's down for the hood, anybody who just doesn't know better, and you are learning your way through things. Today we want to talk about because everybody now is a comedian. Every the gas station man, a comedian. You know what? I got a dope for
1: everybody.
0: <laughs> but should you quit your job to pursue your comedy career or an entertainment career? And both of us have quit our jobs. You quit your job, Ken?
1: I sure did. I gave them the deuces by T-Mobile. Not <laughs> what we, we said. We ain't saying nobody' name until they pay us. My fault.
0: <laughs> okay, well, T-Mobile probably gonna cut that check a little later. So don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, but we're gonna kick it about it. We're gonna make this a short, precise to the point show. Don't forget every Monday at 9 a.m., you can catch us on YouTube and we're on all platforms every Thursday. So make sure you go like, subscribe, click subscribe, click like, and share this episode with a friend. Um, today. Our word of the day, cause I, I be feeling like the young little ghetto. Come on, how, how would you praise if I was the pastor in church? Kev?
1: go nah, gone. now. say that, say that now.
0: <laughs> you can tell when somebody wasn't raised in the church.
1: How would you do it go again? Go nah, say that, say that now. <laughs> now is, I'm uh, the same thing. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> is, is, that your, is that your church? Hey, look or here, your I don't, old black man. I don't, look, that's my old black man. Look here, but I'm I mean, in church now. Nah i'm like my mama my mama would just say yes my mama would just say yes and rock i got the same thing
0: <laughs> yes lord
1: mm, did yes you, did you
0: grow up in the church
1: mm-hmm. i was in the church four days out the week in the choir and sunday school i was uh we traveled to the church we always did a verse in the church i hated that <laughs> all right we're gonna be later on this afternoon 4 p.m we were going over to this church I'm like, oh man i was my mom was the uh the leader of the church ministry, she started, the, uh, I mean, the youth ministry in the church. So, I was we was always Ooh, at church.
0: Yeah, you was eating all them cold sandwiches. Remember, them cold sandwiches? I remember because that's the only <laughs> time I went to church was to get a free lunch. But we'll keep it moving. <laughs> it's the retired um word of the day, and I always try to talk about different things that are going in on. And uh, what I want to talk about this week is. You don't always have to experience something to learn from something. And I'm taking this back to when I was a teenager. I remember my sister and my mother would tell me a lot of things not to do, but it was like, I didn't listen. Right. I had to experience it for myself. Like my thought process was so much better. And I want to champion everybody to learn from the mistakes of others. They don't have to be your mistakes for you to learn from them. Stop thinking that all of these bad things happen over here, but you, you is special. You can do it differently. And that's not to, and that's not to um, try to deter you from doing something that's on your heart. But if you dating such and such, and you see that he or she done did this to 25 other women, You don't need to experience it to know, no, this is not for me, okay? If you've watched somebody in your family, because what I hear from so many people is, I didn't know no better, and ain't nobody show me, but yes, they did, because they showed you what not to do. We have to stop using those things because we don't personally experience them as an excuse to do wrong, and we do that all the time. I do it, you do it, he do it, she do it. We have to stop saying, well, you know what? I didn't know. because No, 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 you did know. If you watch this person take some drugs and you see now they neck scratching and they had a new car and a new house and now they don't have that, that means that uh, you don't have the experience. You can look at them and say, hey, I don't want to do drugs if you see this person um, keep getting arrested and this is how their life is going and all these things are falling apart, why would you do the same thing? It's the same entertainment and in comedy. If I watch someone go to a venue and this venue has dogged them out, why would I have to do this? If I watch somebody go in and, and do this style of comedy and it just did not work, I'm going to learn from that lesson and put myself 10 steps ahead. And I think what we yes. do is we put ourselves, here. you go. Yes, look, there go my church. Yes. Look, look, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, that ain't the church drum beat. Anyway, <laughs> why would I mess messed up in the middle of my inspiration? Why do I feel like I have to be the one who personally experiences it to learn? You know how you keep yourself 10 steps ahead of the game? You learn by others' mistakes. I'm going to say that again. How you keep yourself 10 steps ahead is learn by the mistakes of others. You do not have to personally repeat those mistakes to learn from them. Okay? Because learning is not always, oh, this person is doing good, so I learned the good thing. Learning is a lot of times, damn, I ain't going to do that like that. That's just like, I'm working on a couple houses doing construction. I had to learn, hey, I don't want JoJo from the corner because last time JoJo from the corner came and tore up everything that I thought he did right. And then I had to have Bobby rip it back out and put it back in. I learned from that. I don't have to continuously repeat that. And anybody flipping a home, I tell them, hey, I booked JoJo and JoJo did this. If you booked JoJo, that's your fault because I just told you. Mm. (laughs) I just told you. So when people show you who they are, believe them. You don't have to, if this person is just, they not, they not doing nothing. They at the crib, they car down. They don't have a good relationship with their family. They don't have no friends. They don't have no kids. And you come in being a friend. What you think? It's a reason. I always say that people who don't have certain support systems and and it's always an exception to the rule. It is a reason why, because maybe they haven't been good to the people who have supported them. You don't have to step in and have them dog the shit out of you for you to realize, hey. And I try and tell people this all the time. One of the reasons I share some certain experiences is so you don't have to go through that experience. Mm. I'm not sharing it to hate on that person. I'm sharing it because, hey, they ran off with my money. Hey, it looks like a good opportunity, but they're going to take your work. Now you're going to have to work for months to get it back. Hey, I wouldn't book that show if I was you because the promoter going to be knocking on your hotel door and then he's going to make it look like you a problem. I try to tell people because you don't always have to learn. Stop thinking that people are telling you things hating all the time. Don't get me wrong. You get some Right, It be some hateage in the (laughs) bill. (laughs) <laughs> Don't need no hateration, holleration in his dancery. I get it. It means some hateration sometimes. That's where your that's where your spirit of discernment has to come in and say, you know what? This seeming hateration-ish. I love making up words. I like it though. You like the word?
1: I, I like hated. That's, that's, that's in the dictionary right now. Hate uh, Yeah. I mean I, it, I, it's, it's it's that's the thing about language, man. You know, you can communicate. And it makes sense. It's a word. It's
0: a word. And somebody else came up with another word. Say raid, haterade. raid, hated. The hate. The hate rich. Uh, You know, it happens. But in general, learn from other mistakes. You don't have to. Once you see somebody step their foot in some shit, you don't go behind them and step in the same pile of shit. Walk around it and learn from that mistake. And that's how you stay 10 steps ahead. The reason that people educate, teach, and talk about different experiences is for you to learn so the next generation can do it better. Okay. It's some stuff you just not gonna listen to. I understand. I get it. But for somebody out there, learn from others' mistakes. Okay. Don't repeat the same mistakes. That's our Retired Hood Rap Word of the Day here on the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. Don't forget, we are live every Monday at 9 a.m. on my YouTube comedian t barb go look at past episodes like share and comment and on all platforms every thursday today we have my special guest my dog kevin johnson in the building
1: yeah. well up,
0: dog. kevin you are <laughs> a comedian and friend of the show can you tell people a little bit about oh matter of fact i'm wrong hold on i gotta pray real quick it's time for the retired rep. Right. <laughs> i was about to get it going all right. Don't forget this prayer. We do it every week. It's not about whatever deity It's just about putting that positivity into the air and reminding you if you did not pray today, whether you praying to yourself as a five percenter, whether you are praying to his Allah, Jehovah, God, I'm praying to God. I call him as God. So I'm gonna say dear God, but it's just a reminder to make sure that you pray and put those vibes out to the air. So bow your head. And if you're driving, don't bow your head. Dear God, we are so thankful that we are here today. We ask someone that they get the knowledge and the understanding to learn from the mistakes of others, God, to use your wisdom, your guidance, the discernment that you give them, God, to do better, to be steps ahead, to be the head and not the tail, okay, to be the leader and not the follower and only to follow in the instance that you tell them to, God. We are just asking that someone understands that there is power in learning from others others and that others mistakes do not have to be theirs God they can supersede they can proceed and they can sky that's another made-up word
1: Jesus name amen, amen. y'all amen. can sky amen. okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was out of context like
1: you sky the Lord heard you he know your heart he knows he, he know, he know your heart <laughs> I
0: say, we in the building with my guy Kevin Johnson, comedian extraordinaire, formerly known as
1: Iskev. It's Kev. <laughs>
0: How you gonna say that?
1: Everybody, look, my, my some of my closest friends when I first started commenting, like uh, Mike Larry, he still has me in his uh phone as It's Kev. I
0: still have you in my phone, <laughs> <laughs> I do,
1: I have you as it's Kev. I mean, like. It's Kev. We used to love saying that. Yeah, you know, I, I, at the it's funny. Like, starting to comment, I was like, no, you got to have a nickname. You got to have a nickname, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that was it. And I, I mean, I still use it. Like I said, it's, all, it's on my social media handle. So sometimes if I had a really good show, I'll end my show saying it just like I don't do All right, then that's my time. My name it's Kev. And then I got stage, you know.
0: Okay, so Kev, tell the people a little bit about your journey. Um, When I first met you, you were. A comedian still. That's how I met you. Um, But you were working a 9 to
1: 5. Yes, yeah, I was. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, I I was working for T-Mobile for about 12 years. 12 years with T-Mobile. I started doing comedy in Grand Rapids while I was working uh, at T-Mobile. And, um, you know, it's a a journey. Like most comics don't jump right into making comedy their career. It kind of starts off as a habit or something they're curious about and trying out. So, you know, I went out there, did my thing and started getting, you know, started to do it more. And um, like when you start getting uh, some money from comedy, eventually you start to learn like, hey, <laughs> this might be something I can always do. I'll take these couple of dollars and start off at $50 here, $25 mm-hmm. doing shows. And then all of a sudden you start to get $100 and it's like, all right, I want more of this. If I can do more of this, I'm going to keep doing that. And that's kind of where I got, that's where I, that's the point I got to at T-Mobile where it was like, T-Mobile, especially working retail. When you work retail, you got to be there on the weekends. Weekends are always big times for selling stuff um, and and night times when people are, you know, getting off of work. So they'll go shopping after work. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time a comedy is. Comedy is at night. Uh Comedy is traveling on the weekends.
0: So let me let me ask you this. So you're OK. So just to get a glimpse of your story, you started comedy while you was working. Yeah, You were working at T-Mobile, start comedy. Right. Comedy starts to take off. Um, at what point did you decide to quit your job and did you have a goal when you quit? Were you just willy nilly in it? Did you have a plan? You had money saved up? Like what was the strategy for Kev to quit his job and pursue his
1: career? that's an excellent question I uh, <laughs> very very little no sky. haterage no <laughs> hater <laughs> i i just felt like i was gonna be sky hot so you know what i'm saying so i just <laughs> i was like i don't know um I, pa- I was passed over from a, for a promotion and uh at my job and uh i heard uh i got some advice you're talking about learning something from someone else another comedian uh my friend Melanie, Melanie Hearn, excellent comedian. She had a conversation with uh Faison Love. And um, uh, you know, big big Perm. Big worm. Big worm big worm, worm. big worm. Big Worm. my fault. <laughs> yeah, but she had a conversation with him and um he was uh, just talking about you know at some point you do have to kind of leave and jump out on that faith. And it's not you're not gonna you gotta leave that security of the job because that's when we, we're taught that you go ahead you work 40 hours you don't get you a check you'll be able to pay for your apartment and pay for your food or pay for your car whatever your bills are with that 40-hour check you'll be all right but when you dive into this comedy thing um you it's not guaranteed it ain't guaranteed you got shows next week right my calendar is like it's open there's spots and people call me like are are you, you got booked this day Sometimes I'm not booked and and sometimes those days don't get filled. You know what I mean? And that's a, it's a scary thing. So, I mean, it's, I mean, if I was to do it over, I would definitely, uh, I had money saved because I was going to have 401k with T-Mobile. I had money there. I was making pretty good money.
0: So you cashed out your 401k?
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So was
0: that like, okay. So was that like your, your plan was, hey, and and I'm not going to lie, right? This is why I don't need to go live sometimes while I'm doing these shows. So I'm on TikTok live. Uh-huh. And they got this thing on my face. I feel like I look like a, a
1: something. I, I bet look you like shiny. a puppy or something.
0: Not a puppy. <laughs> oh. I mean, I look the same, but it's like I look shiny. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> um. So. You quit your job because you always hear people saying, Quit your job, quit your job, quit your job to pursue your comedy career, pursue your entertainment career. But you had a 401k, you had some money some put money. to the side. And how many months worth of money did you have to sustain yourself?
1: <laughs> not nearly enough, <laughs> not nearly enough, dog. <laughs> like you, because. You feel you, you figure out like you look at rent and like all right, man. I could pay rent for about a year just just right here because this is and it's this much. But you don't account for emergencies and stuff like that, or stuff that even that you just want. I mean like in, in comedy, you have to uh, well, not in comedy, but just probably entertainment. You know, you, you really you, your wardrobe is part of your investment.
0: Your wardrobe is part it's of your part investment. Of,
1: you can, your hair. Yeah, um, or
0: lack of hair because is bald headed <laughs> to anybody. But the who... razors
1: cost. The razors cost, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta pay for those. But uh I mean, it's it's and plus it's also your situation because some people I mean, I'm in a situation I don't have any kids. So I mean, some people have kids, they gotta and you didn't
0: bring... have a wife or kids, so no, no. you didn't have certain things that some people consider holding you back.
1: Well, yeah, because had...
0: having a, having a spouse. And and I'm gonna break down my thoughts on it after you break down yours, because having a spouse can be a gift and a curse when you're yeah. leaving
1: your job. I mean, I had a girlfriend at the time and we did the whole shacking up thing, you know. Was your saying?
0: girlfriend willing to help support?
1: Well, she was she was understanding and knowing that you know the stuff that I was doing, like taking her out all the time. Once again, I made great money with T Mumble. So we did a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot, lot of blowing the money. But uh once it once it got to the point where I was like, all right, then look here, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start putting these 40 hours into myself and eventually okay. it's gonna pay off. But so, you
0: can't just quit your job. So, you didn't just quit your job and say, I'm gonna lay on the couch all day. You kind of assumed comedy as like a job.
1: It, it, it is. I mean, you gotta, you have to change that mindset. I mean, like I said, some people get into it and it's just fun to do and because some, some people like just to hang out. Like, if you ever go to some, uh, you know, open mics. You see a bunch of comics who really just there just to hang out. I mean, they get on stage and do something, but they they party and drink, and you know. Well, it's, it's
0: really networking. Yeah, I
1: mean, it.
0: We yeah. see, and I do think that words have power. I'm I'm not the best with using my words for power, so don't. I'm not no high priestess of words or right. nothing, um, but I do think. When you when you like, for instance, we used to say, well, I'm putting together a show or throwing a show. It's really you producing a show. Right. You are a producer. Right. So when a lot of times and don't get me wrong, it's a difference. Some comedians is out drinking and smoking and that's it. Right. And then you have some that consider that networking.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's it's just about that level. Like I said, somebody, at some point, like when I go out to these open mics, it's because I'm trying to get these new jokes ready for the big shows and not like in a few months like it's like all right i'm doing these shows now i'm trying to cycle in some new material right now you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you're working on those open mics and like, once it becomes once what's I mean once you start thinking about comedy every day i feel like that's when you that's when it's like all right it's time for it to become a career. Like so, so hold
0: up, on. So your thought is, once you start thinking about it every day, every quit your job.
1: Day. Well, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying quit your job, but that's where you start making those moves towards it. Okay. Making those moves towards, like I said, putting those forty hours. Because you look at, like I said, once again, twelve years with T-Mobile, forty-hour, forty-hour weeks, fifty-two weeks. Let me do some quick math. What's that? Uh, Twenty thousand weeks zero zero two thousand yeah. Two thousand weeks.
0: Okay, Renaissance graduate, doing you know that with no calculator.
1: That's that is a lot of time that I've given them, and what did I get for them? Just some money. Well, if I put I put that amount of time into mean into my comedy, and I've gotten money, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the same amount that I would have in a week at T-Mobile, I made that. When we went to the you know the festival, and and it's not it's about. If I put in more of that time in there, especially with the uh, now, especially now with social media, it's little kids making money on TikTok and YouTube, putting what? putting a couple of hours of their of their time a day just into doing that. And I know, you know, a lot of us as adults, we got other stuff we look at in life, but you got twenty four hours a day, just like that kid, twenty four hours, just like another person. It's 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 always people who can do it.
0: I think it's I think it's a few things. I think it's a few things and I think it's a few things I want to just uh double back on that that you that you said that's a little bit more to me. It's more than just thinking about it because you do have some people who don't have the level of talent that they think that they have. Mm. Check. There are some people, <laughs> there are some people who are great marketers. So They get shows, show after show, and every show you go to, they're not progressing in their craft. Right. So everybody is not... I was not as good as I thought I was when I started. I thought I was goddamn (laughs) Eddie Murphy reincarnated immediately. It took time to build up some chops. Now, I've always been good, but I wasn't as good as I thought I was. And I think that that's something that you fall into with comedy. I think it's some comedians, stand-up-wise that are not good stand-up comedians. They beef themselves up. You may see them win this, do this, do that, go over here do it, and they still don't have it. So it can't just be because you love it all day. Because there are that small group of people that love something that never progress into it. That's even like a hairstylist. Mm -hmm. Baby, if you've been doing hair for 10 years and still can't put a finger wave in, it ain't for (laughs) you. I don't care how much you like it. I don't care. So we still have to have that, honesty factor in it the honesty factor has to be there are you progressing in your craft but i do believe that passion is one of the number one reasons so i'm passionate about comedy right i would do comedy all day every day if i did not get a dollar for it i would still find something Mm. to post something to say if i'm at a meeting I'm always gonna be the one where people laugh. I don't give a damn. Do not sit next to me as shit if you Uh, don't wanna talk.
1: Several times now I've sat next to you. uh, Like, (laughs) (laughs) several times I've sat next to you and you just, you be going. I'll be like, missing stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you are hilarious. But you are hilarious. It's because you're hilarious.
1: I'm gonna listen to you. But yeah, it's,
0: yeah. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. At work, let me tell you something. At work, because i was a social worker for 14 years i worked three years with an agency called the children's center and i worked my last 11 11 and a half with the state of michigan right and i worked in a lot of capacities foster care children's protective services adult protective services and then i left my career independent living services right mm-hmm. let me tell you something if you is investigating child abuse and the whole family in there rolling you know, you, you got funny. to get yeah, something because yeah. I'm in here like I'm about to take the kids. But guess what? Bada boom. <laughs> <laughs> <a> t- <laughs> t- you know, let's ease the ease the pain yeah. a little bit. So um, the thing about it was, but it was a passion that I did not know was my passion because I didn't know about it. I really thought that my passion was selling hot dogs downtown shout out to i had somebody on my tiktok say they used to come to my hot dog cart outside of the city county building shout out to everybody listening across the country but if you did not know your host and your comedian t-bar owns and operates a hot dog cart that i did for 18 years is my this would be my delicious dog delicious dog this would be my uh it's my 18th or my 19th year and um so this is before comedy, before I even knew that comedy was a thing you could do, because I didn't know it was a thing. But once I found out, I was like, I love this.
1: Right. But
0: I couldn't just quit because I loved it. And I had a hot dog car. I had to go work that car every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I worked that car every day while I was still building my chops up. And I also produced my own shows. So I control my own destiny. Like I tell people, it wasn't even that I was worthy to be booked. I was booking myself. I think I just saw an interview with Cash Thou saying that it's the truth. I was booking myself and that gave me the opportunity to grow to the point where I could be booked.
1: Right.
0: To me, a comedian... When you know they should be booked or paid is when they have the material that they should be paid. Absolutely, yeah. So that took some time and it wasn't just, I'm quitting my job. I regressed as far as my lifestyle was concerned. Did you have to take any um setbacks in order yeah, to quit I, your job for comedy?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Once again, you don't, when you make a lot of money, you know what I'm saying, it, it becomes easier to blow it. You get used to... Uh, Going out. You get used to all right, then let's go to the movies. Why? Because I just got the money. Let's blow it. Let's go. Let
0: me ask you this. How much was you making at T Mobile for your mommy I'm, I'm about fifty-five. About fifty-five thousand a year. That hurting your throat a little bit oh, still. Man. When when you said it, you said about <laughs> fifty-five. Uh, yeah, so you was making
1: 26 dollars an hour easy. Yeah, because I mean with commission and stuff like that. Because once again, so just like you were able to use your, you know, your comedy, your comedic timing and your comedic genius in uh, you know foster care I was doing the same thing with selling phones. So I'm making people laugh. Give me give me your money. You know what I'm saying? So TL <laughs> will pay me very well to do that. I was even on the events team when we they sent us out to
0: remember you came down to the hot dog cart. Yeah. You was running campus marshes in my hot dog cart yeah. was within an area of Detroit called campus marches.
1: And we and all and all we do is we get people who are walking around downtown to stop come over here and spend money. They didn't even know they want to spend that you didn't know you wanted a to phone today. And my, my job is to tell you, no, you want this phone right now. You don't leave this little minivan right here until you got the phone. And they pay—they pay you. Very, they will pay you very well for that. You know what I'm saying? They, I mean, my homeboy said they—they they put pink cuffs on you, pink fuzzy cuffs, because you stay with that brand because you're helping. They're giving you this money, and you, you having fun. You having fun, and then you—but not knowing that they you making them bazillions. But that's not really your point. That's not—that's not really. In your your scope of view so you can pay this money having fun easy work 40 hours every week when it got to the point where it's like a comedy like all right then no, i don't want to miss the show i could i could be going to the show i could be doing this and it's like well I, i'm supposed to be doing my 40-hour job
0: and once again you you is it something to be noted you did not have a wife or kids.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. like
0: you had to find a babysitter or, cause that was one of the considerations in me quitting my job or not, um, was that I had a stability, a lot of stability. Yeah. I was making $27 an hour, yeah. almost 28. Yeah, you get
1: that um, money. this
0: four, five years ago, we get a raise with the state every year. Um, I was working from home before the pandemic. Right. I went into the office one day a week. Um, already, um, we work in the field a lot as social workers, so I drive the state of Michigan car. I use the state of Michigan phone. We had iPhones, the top iPhones. My phone could work in a cave. It's, I swear <laughs> to God, they had their own VPN networks and stuff because of the nature of the job. Right,
1: we're in the field. You
0: have to. Your phone has to
1: work. Yeah, you get dropped. I mean, social work, my I mean, mom, an my 11, mom a social worker. You in 11 years, anywhere. I think
0: my phone did not work one time. Yeah. I think I was in some county in the basement or something. And I think that because they have to be able to catch you and then you're not spending your gas. I am not going to lie. I did not take no vacation time. I was going to the doctor because you have the flexibility. Right. And I still chose to quit. But I quit with a plan. Right. I quit with the plan and one of the biggest things I was concerned about was my son having insurance yeah. so so tell me about some of the step backs you took
1: yeah. and also what did you do
0: about insurance just being honest
1: yeah I man I paid for insurance when I first when I first uh got it <laughs> when I first uh got out I paid for insurance and uh I mean right now I don't have that, so uh, well you ain't on the MA well you yeah, we're gonna talk the about the young that. ma What's <laughs> so the young MA? You know I mean? Obama,
0: they hating and they don't do
1: you better go get you that
0: young M.A., baby, until you get that money up.
1: You better take
0: well, your ass to the doctor.
1: That's that's why that's why we had this conversation. So you can tell me. Yeah, get we'll get,
0: talk get, about it. Because I'm still uh under the poverty level. So they hating yeah. if they want to. Obama, man. You better I'm, pay that twelve dollars a month, and get you some insurance. But we'll to. talk about it. Yeah, we'll yeah, about it. yeah,
1: yeah. Man, but, um, like, I mean, that means that's I means stuff like that. Uh, like I said, vacationing. and I mean, paid vacations. That's a that's the thing you have when you have jobs. I mean,
0: like, did you have to get another car, move to another oh, apartment? Wh- oh. Did you have to stop going out to eat? What did you have to stop yeah. doing to accommodate the lack of income? Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. That, well, that was it. Yeah. So I mean, I moved in. I moved in. <laughs> moved like, moved in me. with the girl. Moved in with the uh with the girlfriend. Like I said, shacking up. I mean, just to cut home. <laughs> You cut in in half, and like <laughs> you know, like I said, you bet on yourself, and you don't you don't always win. Like I said, you learn some stuff, and you some some stuff some stuff you learn the hard way. I, Like I said, join a couple of groups and learn some stuff about money. Then, and you know what kind of I mean, setting up contracts and stuff like that. You learn that you, some of them, some of them lumps you just got to take because you're in a, a business on your own, and you don't really have all the knowledge of it. Yeah, you don't have the knowledge of it, so you you're going in blind kind of swimming your way through this muck to try uh-huh. to get to the
0: care. see i got an MBA. So
1: I not- <laughs> yeah you, you 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 brain better than i do you know what i'm saying it's
0: not that um what it was was so when i was getting the MBA, everybody i wanted to go get a corporate job right at first i wanted to be like this executive you know i'm from joy road i'm from the hood my parents really was crackheads well not crackheads Heroin addicts, so it's a little difference between the crackhead and the and the dolphin. But anyway, it's a big difference actually. Um, for <laughs> real, they do fiends is better people. <laughs> they yeah, just yeah. My mama ain't, you know, I wasn't getting sold for no, you know, for no dope. <laughs> All right now, I might not have shit to eat tonight, but I ain't gonna get sold. <laughs> but anyway, back to this, and you know, my daddy was a drug dealer too. But anyway, so um, everybody used to be like, well, what you gonna do with the NBA, and what are you gonna apply to this company? And I never wanted to. First, I was using it for hot dogs. And I like, you gonna use that for hot dogs? I'm like, yes. And and my business model, I started taking those things I've learned. But I see it was really for this. Mm-hmm. I did, had no idea, but it really, it really was for this. So it really groomed me for this. And I think, you know, I took a couple step backs. So I sold my house. So we did the same thing with the house. And I right. sold my first house, which was in Dearborn Heights. Um, I sold it and I I got another house, which was a little bit, I tried to hurry up and get it before I quit the job because they're very, um, prejudiced against people who don't work nine to five when you're doing homeowners. So I have a few hacks for that. I'm going to share some hacks at the end of the show, um, as to how you can generate a legal W2 for yourself and all of those things. But, um, so that, you know, I sold the house, then I got rid of my car, car gone. Um. Well, shit. Somebody got rid of it. Anyway, they blessed me. Sometimes it should be a blessing in the side. You ever come outside and be like, "They took my shit." Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. Praise God. <laughs> go Detroit. Go Detroit. <laughs> Keep stealing shit. Keep stealing shit. You know. <laughs> so it was a blessing. Yeah. But my thing was normally I would go and replace it every two years. Every two years. Every two years, I got a brand new car. Um, I actually went in and got a Town and Country. And a fucking 99 Ford Ranger. Town and country gets totaled. I am driving a Ranger to the shows, parking in the back. The Ranger didn't have no air, and it did not have power, Ooh. locks, or doors. So I was reaching over, but it was great for the hot dog cart. Great right. for the hot dog cart. Um, So that's one of the things I did. And I also didn't have any furniture for about two years.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe. I moved from a to a much bigger house from my house. So, you know, usually you get in and you go get a couch and this and that. Right. And for two years, I did not have a dining room table. Oh, and man. I just, and it, it really hurt me, but I felt like I have to sacrifice. And I also sold my own hot dogs. So I had hired people for a long time. And I was out there in that greasy, hot ass oh, it was so hot. It's a, a box <laughs> inside the hot dog cart. <laughs> Selling hot dogs to all the people who was like, oh, you a comedian? Yes. Do you want ketchup or mustard? Come on. Today, what do you need yeah. on your hot dog? And um, I set it up by myself and did a lot of those things. So those are some concessions I took. Um, cause you got to sacrifice.
1: You, yeah, you do. You do, man. I mean, I, I did. I did a little uh lifting, you know, on the side. I mean, cause once again, comedy is not consistent. It's, you cannot get into comedy for a paycheck that is not that is the wrong thing to do this is something this is a a craft i mean kind of like mu- musicians as well musicians and singers you have to do it because you love it it's, yes. it's got to be something that you would do for free forever and then eventually you will get paid you'll get all the residual from all that hard work that you put in all them hours all them open mics Autumn guest spots, you drove two hours just to get five minutes of and time. just so
0: you know, a guest spot is when a comedian pulls up and performs for
1: free. For free. Just just to be on the stage. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, all that work you'll start to get paid for. You, you I mean what you get paid for your shows will increase and increase and increase because of that work. But it is not something that comes initially
0: it does not come initially and you get a lot of new comedians like well when i'm gonna get paid first off you don't have the material to get paid the only way for you to build up the material is to do a bunch of free shows mm-hmm. and of free shows in different markets so like kev said i remember i was telling mike bar shout out to mike bar right. um, i was telling him i remember i drove to saginaw for like 12 minutes and he snuck and gave me some gas money because he didn't pay he gave it to me out of his pocket. It was a free thing. I'm like, right. go forty for the for the gas. He sound like, thinking like his yeah, voice. Yeah, don't I sound <laughs> like I know it's what? Going to go forty for the gas. And I'm thinking, forty dollars, motherfucker. I wouldn't do shit for four. You know, but right now I'm pursuing my dreams. I need to know: Do Saginaw react to this joke like Detroit yeah, does? Right. Do uh, white people react to this joke like black people? Yeah. Can I? What is the difference? How do I build up my stage presence? When I come out, what's a good opening joke? Okay, this this one hit, this one didn't. It's almost like college. Mm-hmm. College, you pay for four years to come out and have this job. Only difference with comedy is you can go from nothing to a hundred thousand dollars like that. Yeah. Right place, right time.
1: Yeah. And, but it's not it's just not the, the common story. You know what I'm saying? Most most people have to it takes time. You have to pay dues and put in that put in that work. Um it's like, once again, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's something that you do because I love it. I love, I genuinely, I genuinely love making people smile. And it makes me happy after shows and people just come by just to kick it with me, just to say what's up. Because we, it really is a gift that we have to be able to entertain. We, we got a room full of, I don't care if it's 10 people to 200 people, 300 people in the stadium who I don't have any idea what their life is about. And I have to make sure I come up with this. Brilliant idea that they can all understand, regardless of what they've gone through. Get it, and then find it funny. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's really a gift for us to be to be able to do that. Like, like you said, when you first started, I thought it was funny too. When I first started, I look back at some of my my sets when I it was be
0: like, Who the hell? Uh, who Why did, did I keep holding this? Why who
1: did I think, I think I was when I? Th- <laughs> <laughs> and because you I mean because it's I mean it's it is so much to it. to to get you to that next level it's not just about being funny it's really a a show it's a presentation
0: it's entertainment and i think and hold on real quick shout out to life with darcy my little comedy nephew and shelly with the fade who just did the narcissism episode get ready for narcissism episode part two I think that's what we're gonna try and do next that narcissism part two because that was a powerful episode go follow life with darcy oh, too yeah. and shelly with the fade um
1: detroit comedians out here baby we winning out on out all here. platforms
0: winning on all platforms for sure um what was the last thing you said Dan?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know how much
0: I spoke. you ask me what I, I what I said i had a little reaction um, oh
1: what i was talking about was uh when you watch. I said when you watch your, your shows from when you first started. Oh, oh! When well we said it's it's um, it's not just being funny. It's a it's a it's a show. It's a it is a presentation.
0: It's entertainment, and I get so tired, especially in Detroit. Shout out to only in Detroit, my aunties, everybody rocking with me on social media. All the auntie, the auntie mom, the all that. Let me tell you, it's entertainment. I am so tired of hearing people say such and such was not funny or I didn't like such and such. Somebody loves them. That's Mm -hmm. why they're still doing what they're doing. And it's entertainment. Mm -hmm. This is to be entertained. Entertainment may not always be that every joke hits. Entertainment may be the vibe that they gave you. Entertainment may be the movie that you watch. Comedy spans so many different, we have social media comedy, stand up comedy, comedic acting, There's comedic writing. There are people who only do voiceovers. Mm -hmm. So there are just, there is comedic commentary. There are people who give the, the news in a comedic form. So there are genres to this. There are genres to this, and we have to stop saying, well, that person, this person, maybe they wasn't your cup of tea.
1: Yeah, I mean, even people like, comics like uh, Andrew Dice Clay or something like I mean, what's Lisa Lampanelli? They're, they're not funny, but they are entertaining. They, with the insult jokes. You and, don't like Andrew Dice Clay? I mean, put like, the, put like Andrew Dice Clay. funny. He, put like, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, he's a, put, I mean, it's, it's more so on the line of entertainment. Of course, some of the stuff he says is funny, but it's more so, he's not saying for every joke to go, ah, ha, ha. ha. Somebody he want his
0: jokes, be like, and then I told <laughs> so <hard> and <laughs> and you <laughs> be like, I listened to some of Andrew Dice play <laughs> just to get ready for my audio album, T Barb Live at the Independent. Make sure you go download that if you ever just want to laugh for free. Um, I was trying to do some research on different comedy audio albums, especially being an independent artist. Every dollar I spend has to be. That's why I can't let the audio album go. I'm like, I did. I spent my own little money on, on that. Let me let me pump that up. Um, and he is so offensive and do not give a fuck.
1: But it's entertainment. Cause because then it's just everyone, oh, the whole audience go, oh, you know what I'm saying? It's it's still entertainment. And people will come just for that. Same thing with Lisa Lampinelli. She'll go into all different types of races, every f- fucking black guys and black nigga, ah. It's not necessary that it has to be, uh, uh-huh, you've bought me. And stitches falling over as long as the crowd is paying attention to you for that amount of time you know what i'm saying they and at the end of the day they are satisfied then, like it the comedy also i mean it, it builds on emotion i mean it plays on your emotion so if, yeah. you leave, if you leave feeling lighter because you laughed you know what i'm saying or you leave feeling like feeling mad. better yeah like dog you did your job you were entertaining that's that's it because some like even some uh some comics I mean, I'm a big energy comic. I'm a, I'm across the stage. I run across the stage of some of my jokes. Some jokes I dance. And other, some comments are like, or some jokes I sing. And some some people are like, well, you know, that's not really comedy. Why not? They're entertained. The, peop- the people are who but are- Well,
0: who is to say what's comedy and what's not? If people are laughing and enjoying themselves. L- but let me ask you this. Let's, let's pivot. Because we were talking about quitting your job. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as pursuing it. A- Do you suggest that people who want to pursue comedy or other entertainment careers that they quit their jobs
1: i would say don't do, be do it because yeah, <laughs> i mean do it when it makes sense for you once again because i mean as i said there's something mean, there's some people who like i said who i don't i don't have any kids so if i if i go a week without money and i just gotta eat you know big doubles every day then i may have to do that but like if you got kids and stuff like that you got to make sure you feed your kids you know what i'm saying so you got to put in that work and you may have to keep your job or just you know reduce your hours to do there just to make sure you got that just like just in case you may need to uh i mean keep insurance for your son or whatever like that i mean like just like in your case so no you can't just quit your job for that but when you get to the point where all right and i put in this much time it's been so many years now now I'm getting paid. Now I'm not just doing guest spots. I'm doing feature spots. I'm getting headline spots here and there. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's nothing wrong with betting on yourself. That's what I, that's what I would say. Bet on yourself. When you when you feel like it makes sense, start betting on yourself. When you feel like that's a good bet, bet on yourself. Stop putting your money into somebody else. Put your money into you because eventually it will pay off. You're going to get better at your comedy. You're going to get better at your craft. You're going to start getting more money, and like you will eventually get to that point where it's like, now nah, this is all I do. I am almost there. <laughs> and once I get that $12 insurance from you, I'm about to, I'm about to be straight to the mug. <laughs> uh, you
0: say straight to the yeah. Um, You know what? I'm not going to suggest that. What I'm going to suggest is that a person come up with a sturdy plan and stop saying not what I will say. And this is where the 50-50, the passive aggressive nature of T-Barb gets in the way in that No time is ever going to be a good time.
1: The perfect time. So if
0: you say, or the perfect time. So if you say, hey, I'm going to wait to April 17th after Shushu gets her surgery and such and such, that's the perfect time. This Because something else is going to come up, right? Um, But, 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 but. You have to have a plan, a goal, and stick to it. I don't suggest anybody quit to pursue a career or their dreams if they don't have a goal. Meaning, not somebody else's goal, not what they think can happen, what they really want to happen. Hey, I'm going to quit my job and pursue comedy and be an actor. I want to be in a feature movie or TV show, and that is my goal. That means that instead of doing stand-up all the time, you'll just go to auditions all day. Or, hey, I want to be a touring stand-up comedian because then that way you know which way to divert your efforts if you don't do that you'll just be flailing right which i did for years i did for a little
1: little little, little while as well like i said you you learned some hard lessons with that
0: and i think that you have to have some money put up but you have to also be willing to cut back You have to be willing. It's a a saying. You take two steps backwards so you can take 10 steps forward. You have to be willing to cut back. I think if you're not willing to say, hey, I'm going to cut Netflix, whatever it may be, unless you just got the money like that, which most people don't. If you got you a 50-piece, a 25, (laughs) 30-piece. And I ain't talking about 25 piece and your rent 7,000. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about 25 piece on the little $1,000 rent and you have enough to where you can say, hey, other than that, you need to have a plan. You need to have an income and most people, you have to have multiple streams of income even when you're working. Mm-hmm. If you are trying to acquire wealth. So you have to keep that in mind with comedy and you also have to be disciplined enough to treat quitting for your dreams like it is a job. Mm-hmm. A lot of people quit and they pursue entrepreneurship, but then they lay their ass on the couch or they say, you know what? I work for myself. I ain't got to do shit today. That's
1: self-motivation because you can get lazy. Once again, like when you have a 40-hour job, you know, I know I got to be here because my boss is going to be on my ass if I'm not here at nine o'clock to punch in for my clock. I, I got to make sure I stay there till five o'clock or else my boss is going to be on my ass. I may lose a job. And you have to approach it that way as well when you're going to this comedy thing. Like, you I mean, you do have to get to a certain agenda where it's like, all right, look, right, I'm going to get up at this time. I'm just check my social media, make sure I reply to these people and post something up. And then later on, all right, I'm going to put this time into writing something. I'm going to get put this time into practicing uh, a sketch or putting something together. Just for that entertainment, because if you're not filling that eight hours, how can you expect to get paid the same amount when you are working for eight hours? When you're working 40 hour a week, you got this much money because of all the hard work you put into it. You got to kind of take that same mindset with comedy when you go into it. Otherwise, like I said, you would, it's easy for you to, like I said, Netflix binge something for all day, because why ain't nobody on your head saying, hey, look, you got to get up, get this comedy stuff done.
0: Well, you have to be self-disciplined enough to do that for yourself. Right. And that's one of the things um, and one of the tips I want to give to quitting your job. When I first quit... I set myself on a strict schedule just like I was at work. Hey, I'm going to get up at 7. I'm going to work out from 7.30 to 8. From 8 to 10, I'm going to watch YouTube videos dedicated to my craft, whether that's how to write a joke, how to take a better selfie, how to self-record at home. I put myself in school almost because i'm like okay well let's say i don't have anything to do it's always something to do let me learn how to build a website let me watch a youtube video on how to start my Wix. let me so it was different things let me learn how to better utilize the apps on my phone right what free apps do they have to make flyers let me learn how to work those apps you have to be preparing yourself for when that time comes so um let me so can you give the people they love your story, <laughs> <laughs> my people. Um, yeah, your people. <laughs> For those people who are looking to quit their job to pursue their careers, what is some advice you can give them?
1: I'm, a, I'm, a, I was definitely just second what you say. Have a plan. I mean, I did not have necessarily have a plan. I had a goal. I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to go to these certain states. I mean, I started off really, really strong. Just go to, go to states. I was. Uh, using lift to because i could lift whenever i whenever i went anywhere use Lyft to pay for shows, show stay a week there do shows get some networking done and i mean and that still pays dividends now from there um but man yeah, definitely have a plan on what you want to do like i said i mean a lot of time a lot of time and a lot of resources was wasted learning lessons that i didn't have to learn the hard way you know i could have i can um Back
0: to that hood rap word of the day. Going
1: back to it. Come on, it. you know what I'm saying. We, 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 we sky high already. We here. love sky high, and ain't no haters. <laughs> ain't, ain't no ain't haters. No haters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, and surround yourself, like you said, with um, with some people who are on the next level. You know, what I mean, trying to try to get some get some information, get some free lessons. There, there's a reason why they they charge so much for education, man, because it opens up doors for us. That's why school costs so much. So if anytime you can get a free education from someone, take it. You know what I'm saying? Someone who you can trust, someone who's credible, someone who's in your profession, who's doing well. Hey, how did you do this? Because I want to get to that level. Hopefully you got someone on your team who is legitimately on your team and wants to help you and see you win too.
0: Absolutely, absolutely great advice, Ted. How can they follow you and keep up with you?
1: Uh, follow me on uh, all social media platforms. Uh, my handle is it's K-F-I-T-S-K-E-E-V-V-V. i t s k e e v v v. So it's one k, two e's, three v's. I hate having to explain that. I'm a...
0: you don't <laughs> have to explain yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I do. Cause otherwise, they'd be like, people will ask me, What? what, what? All right, there. But I mean, you follow me on there. Uh, comedian Kevin Johnson on Facebook. And um, T Bob's gonna uh, give me information on how to, uh, you know, get my website up too. So I can drop my name on our website too. T Bob, me, I'm T Bob is. I'm so. I, <laughs> let me just say this: I am, I am so proud of the, from the time I met you to where where you are now, and um, I want to learn so much more from you because because of your business ethics and your I mean along with your comedy, it makes I mean I'm, you deserve the success you're getting right now. Oh, so I, I'm happy to you. see it for you.
0: I, you know what? Let me give you some, I appreciate that. Because I'm gonna be honest, I was thinking yesterday, oh, I'm such a crybaby, right? Nobody gets to see me cry, but I'll be crying all the time. Um, and the thing is, I am really trying to get in the space where I'm just like, yo, I'm I'm cool with it. I am so impatient right now. I feel like it is I, I am not where I should be. Um, but I have to understand that God has me positioned where He wants me to be right now. And I do at times feel like I work too hard not to get some of the recognition I believe I should get. But hey, that's a whole nother story. I'm thankful for the journey. I'm thankful for where I am. And the truth of the matter is, to me, I'm already successful in that. I make the same amount of money doing things that I love to do that mm-hmm. I was making working. I'm, I'm able to sustain my lifestyle yeah. and pay my bills and all that. So that's good. And um, shout out to our sponsor, Loving In Our Purpose. If you're in the metro Detroit or mid-Michigan area and you need help for your loved one and they have Medicaid or you need help yourself, call Loving In Our Purpose. one 800 975 5812 one more time 1 800 975 5812. You can also go on the website, which is lovinginourpurpose.com. I think I said I was going to drop a couple business tips at the end of the show. I think I forgot, but I'll give you some. I don't know which ones I was going to drop. But if you don't, Canva, C A M V A, it is critical. Get that app on your phone. And guess what? I just paid for the paid version. I thought the free version was good, the paid version. Oh, kicking ass. Get it. Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Also, Shopify or Wix, great places. Every um, independent artist should be selling some type of merchandise on those platforms. I don't always do the best, but when I really position myself to sell, it does help. And they have ways for you to sell where you don't need any money up front. Okay, so make sure that you put that down. Don't forget, if you want to keep up with T-Barb, www.tbarbisfunny.com. March 1st, April 5th, and every first Wednesday of the month, 2023, you can catch me at the Detroit House of Comedy, which is inside of Hockey Town, next door to the Fox. And every Thursday, you can catch me in the metaverse at the Ladies of Comedy Museum. All tickets, tbarbisfunny.com. And go download that new album that comedy album t-barb live at the independent with the hit single scoochie on the (laughs) until next time don't forget you don't have to be a hood rat you can always retire and even when you do retire relapse is a part of recovery but we all working on it until next time y'all